I'd like to welcome everyone to the Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg, the author of 16 books, including uh, including Before the Alamo and then after that great book came out, uh, The Choice came out and, and has nothing to do with Roe v. Wade, but uh, it's terrific. Both of them are must-gets. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Dr. Weinberg, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you, Frank. Um, <laughs> within limits, uh, about which I am not going to to talk. So, uh, yes, I'm doing okay. And how about yourself? I hope you're okay too. Yeah, I'm doing well. I don't have any complaints, uh, and uh, and everyone's healthy on this end. So, um, I I have very very few complaints. But. Our uh, our environment is a concern. You and I were just talking about it off, off mic, and I think anybody with any any reason uh, realizes uh, what a big issue um, uh, e- ecological uh, issues are, and uh, and what's going on uh, with our world. And you know, we only have one. You know, we can't get to other planets at this point, so we got to take care of this one. And uh, it's very disconcerting. A lot of the things going on. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> yes, I want to talk about the status of global global warming uh, right now because it is really acute right here in Texas. Um, I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and by comparison uh, with other places, maybe for, maybe Phoenix, for example, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, San Antonio is relatively lucky. Uh, and also by comparison with the rest of the state, because we do get some humidity and some moisture, certainly not rain, but other kinds of moisture from the Gulf. But uh, we have so far had the hottest summer on record, uh, except for 2011. And 2011 had 57 days over 100 degrees. And so far, we've had 34 and we're only in mid-July, and with all of August, which is traditionally our hottest month, still ahead. And if you add uh, those 30, 31 days in August, we'll have a grand total of 64. But then there's early September, which will probably have a few hundred days, too. And uh, it would be great to break the record big time at 70 days uh, over 100. Wow. Wow. Unfortunately, however, uh, our crops are failing. So we have uh, reports that our corn crops are drying up and dying before they are able to set uh, ears of corn. Our wheat crops are not uh, forming heads. They've had no rain since March. Uh, The temperatures, as I have just illustrated, are murderous. So um, my cat just walked right over my documents here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um, actually, we are, as I said to begin with, we're relatively lucky here in San Antonio because, despite the fact of no rain, we have been been dependent on a huge natural underground, and I mean vast natural underground cavern, slightly north of the city, which is filled with pure fresh water. Greater San Antonio, and that's San Antonio and all its suburbs, depends almost entirely on that aquifer called the Edwards Aquifer. 
and it draws millions of gallons every day from it. But it is dependent on rainfall for its recharge, and furthermore, weak city government has allowed development to uh, increase over the recharge zone, so it's partly paved and built over. So rain runoff, if there is any, and there hasn't been any, uh, carries pollutants like uh, dirt off of streets, like crankcase and uh, and uh, uh, oil and other uh, grease and and probably the sewage and and trash and so on into the uh, aquifer. So it is. Uh, it's partly paved over, so of course, with the streets and the and the cities, uh, city parts that are being built over it. So it has pollutants and probably, um, as I said, probably some sewage into the uh, into the reservoir. And in the late nineties, nineteen nineties, the PGA Golf Association wanted to open a huge complex in San Antonio. Uh, and it offered top dollar for land right over our water supply. And our business community was all for it. Oh, wow, tourists will come. Other businesses, money, lots of money. But a small group called Communities Organized for Public Service, or COPS, <laughs> C-O-P-S, Communities Organized for Public Service, was founded by the Jesuit pastor of my church. Uh, Father Edmundo Rodriguez by name, and COPS partnered with a Protestant group called Metro Alliance, and we began a campaign to stop PGA from coming here. I was part of that campaign, and I, by myself, collected over 3,000 signatures for the petition against uh, endangering our only uh, uh, our only um, water supply at that time. And in the end, our organizations were forced by big business to compromise, but uh, we demanded at least fair wages for the PGA's local employees. Uh, traditionally, Hispanic people were, tr were paid about half what uh, the Anglos were paid at that time. So they agreed to that. But then they decided not to move here after all because of the unfriendly attitude of the community. <laughs> so in other words, COPS and Metro Alliance prevailed, but unofficially. Now, I'm going to have to interrupt myself because this cat is demanding food. <laughs> and I, 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 I don't think it's because he disagrees with what you're saying. I'm sure he, he if he understood, he would, he would cheer you on 100%. But uh, the, the more... Uh, important issue for him right now is to get some food in his belly. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, please do so. And, uh, and if I can, yes, pause just long enough to get rid of break. this cat because he marches break. back and forth across <laughs> uh, across the uh, documents I have in front of me, which include the supporting documents that I'm lying down on them right now. Uh, and I know exactly what he wants. So well, if uh, I we're, we're going to pause right here, everyone, for a quick break, <laughs> a quick food break. Not for the doc, but for the cat. So. <laughs> Paul Krugman on um, on July 9th uh, wrote an article published in the Times and in the Antonio Express News 
which uh, is talking about the state of things as far as um, our government and its attempt to do something about climate change. Uh, and the crisis is obvious. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, we know that the uh, Arctic and the Antarctic ice is melting at a very rapid pace. High, the high temperatures in the 80s have been noted in northern Norway, which is very close to the Arctic. And in the United States, Lake Mead, which supplies all, all sorts of big cities, is now a puddle. And it's threatening uh, a catastrophic uh, uh, problems in those cities when the water supply ceases. However, in Washington, the Republican majority on the Supreme Court just voted to limit the Biden administration's ability to do anything about this. Krugman says that the Supreme Court is not acting according to consistent legal theory, but according to Republican Party loyalty. Its rulings are consistent with Republican Party interests. So partisanship is the central problem of climate policy as well as abortion and many other rulings. And then we have Joe Manchin, who, uh, oddly enough, is a Democrat, and he serves the uh, interests of the fossil fuel industry and ignores the coming ap apocalypse, which is looming very close to the future right now. But if and only if the Democrats can get out the vote, despite gerrymandering, Republican gerrymandering, redistricting, the present paralysis in the Senate could break and Biden's program to stave off disaster could be enacted. But it has to be quick and, uh, and well-managed. Krugman points out that it was the Republicans who began the anti-climate change, change, uh, change movement. Uh, so back, back uh, with Richard Nixon, who created the Environmental Protection Agency in the 1960s. Get that. So it was Nixon and the Republicans who moved first to do something about environmental threats and change. And then John McCain, in his campaign in 2008, uh, proposed a cap-and-trade pr uh, proposal to limit greenhouse gases. So the Republicans have not always been totally against um, uh, climate change, and uh, prop the propaganda being that it's a hoax, a democratic hoax yet. Um, so... Actually, the Republican move to, uh, to toward the uh, toward climate change denial was motivated by millions of dollars of support from coal, oil, and gas industries, who gave 81% um, of their support last year to oil and gas, and 96% to coal. The Republicans have staked out this, um, the anti-climate change positions as part of a general anti-science movement, as in their sabotage of the COVID vaccination program, which has cost millions of lives. And they take no responsibility for that because they don't believe uh, in science anymore. Uh, Republican climate uh, climate policy looks like the policies of authoritarian governments, 
more like un- Hungary and Poland than like what other countries call conservative. Like uh, England, for instance, the conservative government there is far to the left of our Republican Party. A major part of the movement, uh, rightward, has followed Trump's success with the religious right, which is precisely anti-science, anti-climate change, anti-abortion, because the Bible says that God God is the one who taking care of all these humans, uh, and he will take care of all those who believe in the world system as it was described in the Old Testament and the Gospels. And that faction now controls a large portion of the Republican base. They want us to move back a couple of thousand years. But what about our senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin? He cites grave economic reasons for his opposition to any movement against fossil fuels, coal in particular, since his his state, West Virginia, is coal-rich. He will not support the inclusion of hundreds of billions of dollars in clean energy funding in the federal budget, and the Democrats are trying to pass it before November. Wind and solar and electric vehicle industries are at risk without the proposed extra funding, unfortunately. And this has hit us hard right here in San Antonio, because the Valero Energy Corporation, which has uh, grown huge because of the uh, Permian Basin here in Texas, uh, which is supplying a vast amount of the nation's energy, that is fossil fuel energy, Uh, it is based um, here in San Antonio, and it is actually working on carbon capture technologies and machines. And also Houston was planning to form a carbon-captured hub using those machines to take emissions from its petrochemical plants and refineries, which surround Houston. Uh, and they intend to store the uh, uh, the carbon that is captured uh, in old oil and gas fields beneath the Gulf of Mexico. And none of these projects can move forward without better funding, unfortunately. But Manchin told Chuck Schumer that the price tag was too high at the time of historic inflation, 9.1% at the last report. Uh, Actually, it has probably dropped since then, but I don't think the, the public at large is really aware of it, although gas prices have also dropped. Anyway, on a podcast last Friday, Manchin said, and I quote, I am trying to get all the input I can that anything we've talked about talked about in taxes does not affect the economy of the United States. Unquote. Well, we've made good progress on wind, solar, and electric vehicle production, but the shift away from fossil fuels is not moving fast enough to avoid a cataclysm in the cli- in climate change. So the Democrats were pro- proposing rebates and tax credits for wind and solar energy production, and even now they're trying to reach a deal with Manchin before the final deadline to pass the budget through the reconciliation process on December 30th. Now, Congress goes on recess at the end of July. So all of August, they'll be gone. Tra-la-la. But 
In that Friday po- podcast, Manchin said he told Schumer that he didn't want to make a decision on climate funding until inflation figures for July are released in August. Perhaps he left the door open a crack. Other nations are waiting to see if the United States will act decisively on curbing the use of fossil fuels before they wholeheartedly adopt their own programs. So we are still the leader of the world in this matter, and yet, (laughs) and yet, the fate of the planet hangs in the balance, and it depends on the willful blindness of a Trumpian extremist party, the Republican Party at the moment, and one man, Joe Manchin, beholden to the coal and gas industry for his livelihood. The stakes could not be higher, and all I can say is, for God's sake, people, get out and vote in November. Vote not merely for our personal freedoms and the maintenance of democracy in America, but for our very existence, the existence of the planet. Mm. Very, uh, very poignant, very, um, you know, very much a uh, something that should be a concern of ours. I heard something very, you know, very short and simple from somebody about the environment and, and the effects of, of global warming and climate change. Um, and, and basically, uh, I think it was Michael Bloomberg, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said it, he said it beautifully. He said, look, there are two different theories on this. One is, uh, is catastrophic if we don't pay attention to it. Right, that's the one, and it's catastrophic, and it's something that we can't take back if we ignore. The other is, well, we we spent a little more attention on the environment uh, than uh, than we would have had to uh, had. And by the way, this was a while ago. This was before information was just out there blatantly telling us that we need to do something about global warming. It's uh, there's no more guessing. There's no more if doc. Um, g- global warming is a real thing. I mean, anybody who's denying climate change or, or global warming, I, I don't even know what they're thinking anymore. I mean, of course, of course, there's there's global warming. I, I don't I don't know many reasonable people who say there's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the first cold snap we get, they'll they'll be crowing about it and saying, "See, there's no global warming." Yeah, say, <laughs> what do you think about global warming? Uh, you know, they don't understand. It's not. It, it has nothing to do with. Uh, well, not that it has nothing to do with uh, hot and cold. It, it's climate change. It's how dramatically how uh, uh, our uh, Earth, our planet, is uh, has reacted to certain things. And by the way, it's not like we can't do anything about it. We can. Uh, we yeah. can we've got to take it seriously, though. I mean, if we don't take it seriously, obviously we can't. And I think Bloomberg's point way back when, when he made it, maybe you know, ten years ago, twelve years ago, is that. We're not we're not losing anything by cleaning up our environment and our habits. They're only going to we're only going to make things better. The question is, do uh, you know, are we facing uh, uh, facing a catastrophe if we don't? And I uh, certainly I think it's proof. You know, we, we have plenty of scientific proof that that we are facing catastrophe, that it's cataclysmic. Right. And it's uh, it, you know, it's it's an unbelievable situation that uh that we would ignore it joe manchin i don't know why 
he's allowed to vote on something like this. Uh, I, I can't imagine a bigger, more obvious um, conflict of interest than what Joe Manchin. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm still wondering why he's still a Democrat, <laughs> but uh, there he is, and uh, and there he blocks everything at the moment, and has blocked. He blocked the uh, Build Back Better and the voting rights legislation. Uh, and so, therefore, I think uh, partly therefore, uh, Biden's numbers are down in the uh, in the 30s, uh, lower than any president uh, in history, because he is, has done nothing, uh, according to the critics. And here we have all this inflation, and it's all his fault, and so on, and so on. Uh, and Fox News, of course, is blowing uh, up all the negatives as as high as the skies, uh, and they are caused actually by the, uh, their own party, uh, and uh, uh, and by Joe Manchin, who's helping them along. Yeah. So it's infuriating, and the world is hanging. The fate of the world, of the planet, is hanging on Joe Manchin and the Senate, the Republican uh, part of the Senate of the United States. Isn't that absurd? Yeah, there's no question about it. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds almost absurd to call Chuck Schumer, who I know very well and I've known for a very long time and, and respect and, and, and like, it, it sounds almost absurd to call Chuck uh, Schumer, the majority leader, uh, as yes. well as Joe, Joe Manchin is there. I mean, Joe, Chuck Schumer is not getting through anything that he wants to get because of uh, uh, Kirsten, uh, I, I was, uh, you know, make sure not to mix her up with Jill Red, Kier, uh, uh, Kirsten Cinema and, and Joe mm -hmm. Manchin. Right. Just about everything. Uh, where, is, where is Cinema on, uh, on the environment? I haven't heard a word, a peep out of her in that regard. Yeah. So I really don't know where she is. I'd have to uh, I'd have to phone her office to find out. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's amazing to me that all of this is uh, is, is unfolding before our eyes and, and and the environment. I mean, the the environment to me shouldn't be a and and again, I'll remind people that I'm an independent. I'm I'm you know I'm a true independent. I'm not you know I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I, I lean left on certain things and, and maybe fiscally, you know, I have some, uh, you know, some moderate to right uh, views. But uh, the, you know, socially, you know, I, I have tremendous, um, you know, sympathy uh, for some things on on the left socially. I, I do. Uh, but the one thing that I don't I don't even see it, it being why it should be a partisan issue is is the planet is the is the uh, uh, the ecology, the um, the environment. How is this a Democratic issue and, and not a Republican issue? I mean, shame on, on anybody who's, uh, who's blowing this off. We all live here equally, right? There's not, uh, you know, somebody from the left doesn't have, have more of a claim on the, um, uh, on the environment than, uh, than those on the right. Um, I, I don't right. know how this has just become a, uh, a left-wing issue. I'm a... I, I'm very much into, uh, you know, into environmental issues and I'm into wildlife and everything. And, and I know a lot of Republicans are, too. I, I don't understand how it's gotten to this. It, I, it, you know, I think it's just biz, big business uh, has strangled any. Well, it's partly uh, any big business, but it's also partly the uh, the right wing, the uh, 
uh, evangelical Christian faction that really believes that God's going to take care of us. All we have to do is trust in him and go right ahead with our our usual practices. So d- don't worry about pollution or anything. And, of course, we, we can't have abortion because that wasn't... Uh, that wasn't countenanced, and you had to go forth and multiply, according to, to Moses. And <laughs> and we're still living according to the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, um, and so on and so forth. And so they have a very strict view of the world, which put, takes us back 2,000 years. Um, and the Republican Party is swayed by it because they were Trump's part of major part of Trump's base. And so, therefore, since Trump has been, uh, uh, he is he is the tail that has been wagging the Republican dog now ever since 2016, uh, and he still is. And if he declares his candidacy, um, of course, then uh, the dog will follow uh, Trump mm-hmm. over the cliff. Um, but anyway, I think that's part of a major part of why the Republicans have gone anti-climate and uh, anti-environment and anti-vaccine and anti-everything scientific lately. See, I, I would believe, uh, you know, that, and I'm a believer. I'm not. I'm not an atheist by any means. I'm a believer. I'm a. Uh, I'm a Christian. I consider myself a. a you know, a faithful. Um, uh, you know, believer in God and and, and Christ. I, I, I believe that that God, and, and again, not to get into the religious aspect here, but I would believe that God would want us to take care of our planet, um, yes. to take care of the people. I, I don't think, I don't think uh, God is uh, is there to uh, to uh, decide all things and to uh, you know we have free will, and because there are so many people on this great creation. Of of the Lord, uh, nature, God, uh, however you want to, uh, to to word it or or look at the particular situation, but I imagine any God would expect his his creations that are of mind to think or that can <coughs> think for themselves to take care of the other things here, so future generations could enjoy it the way that we've enjoyed it. So. Uh, I don't. Yes. I don't understand the, the 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 theory behind God will take care of it. It's uh, you know we, no we have to take care of it, and so I don't I don't think yep. that's blasphemy either. Yeah, I agree with you totally. But uh, well, uh, the, the I think the suspicion, the uh, especially among uneducated people, and. Uh, uh, I think rural people, uh, people I have known, I went to high school in the Ozarks, and the people there uh, were simply suspicious of anybody who who had studied anything. So anybody who had knowledge, of, uh, let's say a Ph.D. coming into the community, was all was looked at as somebody who was out of touch with reality, didn't know how how to behave, who was not really part of the people, and so on. And so it was uh, was a pariah in the community. And so my uh, parents, who uh, moved into uh, to the Ozarks uh, right after World War II, uh, were under suspicion because they had had gone to college and 
and they had some education, and they didn't speak the uh, uh, the dialect, the ignorant dialect of the Ozarkians. Uh, so I think it's uh, it's a problem has been a problem with the uh, uh, people of the United States. The, the, you know, the people in the street, you might say, or in the mountains, or uh, on the ranches, uh, who are anti-science. It just uh, just rubs them the wrong way. Um, so uh, that has been a problem altogether and continues to be. Uh, but I want to change the subject because it just came to my mind. Please. Uh, we were talking about Lake Mead having been reduced to a puddle right now. And uh, that that threatens the existence, the very existence of large cities that depend on Lake Mead. Uh, and in Mexico, Monterrey, Mexico, which is a major industrial city, a very vital city that I have visited several times, uh, thanks to a, a friend who, who uh, her home was actually there. Uh, anyway, they are completely out of water. They had two reservoirs, two dammed up uh, rivers uh, with reservoirs, and they are dry. Uh, I think they have three, and they were supposed to build a fourth one. And they did. They failed to do it because of politics. And so they are completely out of water. And the whole city is dependent now upon trucked water being brought in. And they are in crisis. It's a cataclysm for Monterrey. This is what's going to happen to the cities that depend upon Lake Mead, and it's going to happen right away if we don't get some rain. So there you are. That's the cataclysm beginning, yeah. and it's imminent. It's not going to be in the future, uh, not very far anyway, maybe a month or two away, but it's coming. I mean, I think we're seeing it there. I think we're seeing it with the, the wildfires. I mean, this is the, yes. This yes, is the yes. earth regurgitating uh, uh, what, uh, you know, what is clearly a, a reaction to, to global warming. And, and, uh, and by the way, it's no myth. It's no it's it's no opinion that the the polar ice caps, both, the, you know, you mentioned the Arctic and the Antarctic um, uh, ice caps are melting. That's not. You know that that's not a uh, that's not an opinion. Uh, they're melting. I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, they could show you. They could show you how it's getting. Uh, it's actually melting at an an alarming rate, and uh, and and that's uh, you know it's what a, a big part of our problem is uh, uh, the melting yes. of the the ice caps. I I don't think that do people consider that an opinion at this point? I mean, we could we could see you you know. Um, you know, you can see in the migration of the polar bear. You can see uh, in in anything we're we're shrinking. The ice caps are shrinking dramatically. Yep, that's right. And uh, going back to the wildfires, uh, there are wildfires out of control now in France and in Germany. Uh, the beautiful forests up in the mountains, in the Pyrenees, and in the Alps, and in uh, the Black Forest, for instance, um, are aflame. And this is Mother Nature. Uh, since we have no rain, they've had no rain either. So the, the Rhine River is very, very low because there was no snow last winter. Uh, so uh, all the people who are dependent on uh, river water for all the cities along there are uh, are drying up. 
Uh, and uh, when uh, when there are electrical storms with no rain, of course, uh, over your territory and a lightning strikes, uh, it strikes your forested areas, a fire begins. And this is your, as you say, Frank, the planet consuming itself. Uh, and uh, a tree, we are dependent on the trees, on the forests, to uh, absorb uh, carbon dioxide. So the wildfires are contributing more carbon dioxide, uh, and uh, and the forests are being diminished uh, moment by moment. And uh, in Brazil, where they are still having some moisture, I think, uh, the farmers are burning, voluntarily burning, the Amazon rainforest in order to uh, uh, have grassland instead so they can run cattle there and make money off of beef. And they are burning something like uh, areas the size of Rhode Island every every, uh, month or two. So the rainforest is being destroyed, which is the main sink for carbon dioxide in the world. So uh, this situation is drastic and we are not taking it seriously we're just sort of going along la di da and uh, as i said again europe is not going to pay much attention or as much as they should and china too is watching to see what the united states is going to do and what the united states is going to do depends on joe manchin and the republican party uh, that is the senate uh, uh, Mitch McConnell and and his uh, henchmen in the uh, in the Republican Senate uh, are are holding the the, the planet um, on a string there, and what they do is going to determine our fate. Amazing, yeah, just uh, you know, absolutely amazing. Mansion is uh, is in some sense the most powerful guy in the in the country. You know, yeah. he, you know, quote unquote, found religion and, and decided to uh, say, you know what, I don't care who's paying me. This is this is a tragedy waiting to happen. Actually, I mean, any number of the Republicans could could decide to do that. And again, I, I, I want to maintain that it's not a, a partisan issue, but it is. You know, I mean, this is the the, the environment has become very much a, um, a divided issue down party lines. I, I just don't understand um, this unless it's, you know, follow the money and where they go. And by the way, there are a lot of things that I don't agree with from the Democratic Party. I, you know, I, I, I once again, I'm an independent, but on right. on the issue of on the issue of the environment, I don't understand. It's It's got to be follow the money and who's giving money to what side uh, on that yeah. particular case. And I guess you can do that on any number of of issues, but um, you know, it is it, there is global warming. It's not maybe there's global warming. Uh, the ice uh, ice caps are melting. The uh, the rainforest is disappearing at an alarming rate. Rate um, uh, again. These aren't opinions. These are. I, I mean, if you could find a scientist to to disagree with them, I mean, point them out. And I mean a real scientist. I don't mean somebody. You know, uh, the the one. A really disturbing appointment that uh, over the last, you know, five six years, uh, that I, I just thought was absolutely w- ridiculous was uh, what was his name Ron Pruitt, 
Was he the uh, the head of the EPA, the uh, environment? Yeah. He, was a, he was a global warming denier, and he was <clears> in charge <throat> of the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, right? I mean, how 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 does that even pass the giggle test? He was Ron. You remember this guy? Was his name Ron Pruitt? I think so. Yeah. Do you remember this? He was a complete denier. I do remember. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, but that was during Trump, and nothing nothing surprised me during that era. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that. But was it was not- it was so absurd. That's that's what hits you. Uh, <laughs> I mean that's the uh, the fox uh, the, the fox protecting the hen house uh, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, unbelievable. Where, where do you think we go from here? What is the you know, if there's a positive outcome, uh, you you're just pointing to the election. You're saying, uh, from your standpoint, that nothing changes if it's not changed at the ballot box. Now, the the question is, is will it be changed at the ballot box? And on this particular issue, if not, where where do we stand? Where does the environment stand? So if if the the Democrats, as you know, and you've said openly that you're a Democrat, if the Democrats don't come out. Um, in, uh, in enough force or in enough numbers to come and defeat uh, enough Republicans to take over. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, what, where, where do we sit? We just, uh, and, and you know, on the environment, uh, are, we, are we just doomed as far as this uh, Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a word, yes. Uh, I think that um, uh, there will be no money uh, set aside for uh, wind, solar, and electric vehicles, and carbon uh, carbon absorbing machines, uh, because they don't believe in that kind of stuff anyway. Uh, and big business is against it, and so uh, that nothing will be done to uh, to mitigate in, uh, climate change, and therefore climate change will continue at its at present very rapid race pace and uh, uh and so uh apocalypse soon <laughs> yeah. and maybe it? now now as far as the uh, cities uh that uh, i don't really know i haven't done the research to know exactly which cities depend on lake mead but i know several do um and when they're out of water uh that's going to mean millions of people without water uh, drinking water. They can't flush the toilets. The city will actually come to a halt. And that's what's happened in Monterrey right now. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Uh, do you um, uh, do you find any hope or do you see any sign that any other Republican, not any other Republican, any Republican would split on certain things Trump-related? You know, Mitt Romney uh, spoke out and, uh, and, and different folks, um, Collins, right, Susan mm-hmm. Collins, and uh, uh, Markowski, right, the right. three of them, uh, you know, one happens to be from Alaska, too, and one from Maine, and you would think that maybe, you know, maybe because those are, those are two states that generally care about the environment, right, I mean, Alaska and, um, and Maine, I, I mean, is there any chance that either of them would split and, and make... Uh, make Joe Manson's uh, vote irrelevant? Uh, Well, there's a chance, yes. Um, But uh, I think if 
uh, if the election goes Republican, uh, we are we're really, really, really in trouble. And of course, uh, the nation, uh, all Republican states have uh, have gerrymandered to make uh, the Republican representative positions uh, fixed at, uh, as Republican, uh, and that's why the. Uh, uh, the House of Representatives had had uh, gone so much towards Republicans in the last election, is because of redistricting and uh, gerrymandering, and that has continued and gotten worse. So it will take a huge majority, huge majority of Democratic voters coming out to overcome that in the first place. And if it's an average uh, number of people coming out, then the Republicans will win. There's no question about it. And Nate Silver's prediction of several months ago will come true. And when it does, then we're really in the soup uh, because I think uh, the Republicans will be uh, will ignore uh, environmental dangers and just go right along following the money. Amazing. Amazing uh, uh, situation that we're in. Well, Doc, any, any final word on all of this? Our subject has been the environment, um, uh, any uh, any final word, any final hope, any final prayer that uh, that something uh, will, or do you want to reiterate your call to arms, uh, uh, call to uh, you know, call to vote? Yeah, well, I can certainly do that. But there was a positive article for the Democrats uh, in the newspaper today that uh, various governors, the, the governor of Texas of Georgia and Ohio, I believe it was the third one. Uh, uh, the Democratic candidates are moving up on the Repub present Republican governors. And so uh, there is a faint chance that there may be a shift uh, in governors in those three states, which would mean a good deal uh, positive for the coming elections. So uh, hope springs eternal. Mm -hmm. and let us pray well i a lot of people just said amen as you uh, as you said that doc and listen to you uh, our prayers are with you too and 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 your health and you sound terrific and um thank you uh, and we're glad to <laughs> glad to have you out and about and uh and we're all thinking and praying for you um thank you very much very uh, as always very thoughtful words here uh, and to everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. We know you have a lot of options. Uh, you've been listening to the voice of Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg. And we'll see you next time on The Florence Weinberg Show. <laughs>